Hello, beautiful people of the world. Unite. My name is David Michael. <laughs> I'm Michael Carter. And we are Ridiculously Bored. You know, you always give me shit for the the way I end episodes that I don't necessarily say the right thing. You start off like a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've had a crazy day, and from the sounds of it, you have as well, or at least a crazy week. So yes. why don't you go ahead and tell me about it? Well, it, yeah, it's, it's work-related, so I, mean, I don't know how much I'm going to talk about it. We'll talk about other things, get our minds off of the crazy day. But um, one first technical correction from last week, or... Um, Somebody, well, somebody asked me, and I have no idea the answer, is a kilometer club is what they call it overseas when uh, instead of the mile high club. Instead I can't answer that. Instead of the mile that. high club? Yeah. That's funny. That's pretty um, funny. I thought they were a little bit tongue in cheek, so I figured I'd pass that mm-hmm. along. The, yeah. second, the second thing I have for you is, is a brand new quote unquote game. It's called <laughs> eating something 14 days after Thanksgiving that's been in the fridge. Good idea. Oh. Bad idea or horrible idea? <laughs> Fucking miserable idea. <laughs> I just, just checking. So if I don't, and why uh, res- are you not on the on the in the in the bathroom right now? <laughs> if I don't respond to you tomorrow, Dave, that means I'm dead. <laughs> I'm gonna have to send you some more of those uh, pooping emojis that yeah. I've been sending you all week. <laughs> so the other thing I just want to address is we have become, whether you realize it or not, an old married couple. So, and the reason I'm going to give you a very, very specific example of what has happened recently. Oh, this is awesome. I can't wait. So for anybody who goes back and listens to older episodes, there is many, 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 many episodes where David's like, all right, Michael, we're getting up there on time. Let's wrap it up. And when he says that, occasionally there's maybe one item on our list yet, two items that we didn't talk about. Last week, I noticed the time was getting up there. So I was like, all right, Dave, well, the time's getting up. And then after the episode was over, you're like, why are you trying to end the episode early? Let me finish what's on the list. <laughs> so it, it felt like a, mar- a married couple situation there for sure. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time you and I have disagreed. Yes. <laughs> I just, uh, I don't know. We, I, there's no set timeline for this format. It's a podcast. It's it's not like a major network show, so we don't have to hit exactly forty two minutes so that there's enough room for commercials to for it to be an hour. Like it's just there's there's you know, if there's shit to talk about, let's talk about it. Yeah. Well, and let's be clear though, if one of those major networks or like Spotify or anybody wants to give us money, I'm more than happy to sell the fuck out and do exactly how long you want the episode to be each week. <laughs> so you can fit in whatever commercials you need. Just want to get that on the record. <laughs> All right. I'm not even going to say what you would probably do in order to, to get Spotify to pick us up. Yeah, but it would it would have to do something with not being able to talk because things in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Next topic. All yes. right. How was your so week? So I got a question for you. Yes. I, I, I'm going to get into my week, um, starting with tonight. When was the last time you've been in a fight, like an actual like fist fight? Actual fight? Fists are thrown or like Vegas where I threatened to... Whoop the guy if he didn't get the fuck away from me and take the chair. No, no, like actual like fight. Uh, I, ca- I can't even imagine. I can't even remember the last time I actually, as they say on the street, the kids these days threw down. Yeah. I think it what? for me was like fucking, I don't even want to say it was high school. It was like grade school. I think it was like eighth grade, to be honest with you. Like an actual, actual fight. You know what? That's not entirely true. I was at a bar one time where 
shit went haywire and and some fists were thrown but i don't consider that to be a fight i was just a an innocent bystander that happened to partake in a few uh a few fights uh actually you know what damn it i can't my memory is so seems fucked. To be a lot of these <laughs> yeah everybody my, have in, a seat in, there's gonna be a while in college my buddy and i were infamous for getting into fights not because we were looking for them but we would just find trouble and end up getting into fights yeah there were a few in college all right so oh we just go in college. college because when when we were in college there was a fight in a local New Rochelle bar that you got kicked out. And luckily I knew the bouncer and I was like, yo, can my friend come back in? And he was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. So it was definitely college. Anyways, my wife's out of town and it's Friday night and I'm bored. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to the local kind of eatery, which also has a bar. All right. And I'm going to sit at the bar, grab a, a beer and, and get some food. Just because I knew I was going to come back and, and we were going to record. Okay. So I go to the bar and I've been at this bar probably 70 times. I mean, it's like a once a week thing at a minimum, right? So I know all the bartenders, I know the servers, whatever. They know me. So I'm sitting, I choose a seat at the bar that it's it's like the restroom. It's like, you know what? You were like, you know, at least two stools between, you know, me and the next guy. Like there's at least two urinals over from the guy that's peeing to my right and to my left. Yeah, keep your so eyes I pick forward. the stool <laughs> in the middle, right? And as soon as I sit down, this dude to the left of me is just yapping away and laughing and throwing up like gang signs and whatever. And I'm just like, all right, whatever. I don't, I just want a fucking beer and I want to eat. So he leans over and he starts yapping at me and I, I can't understand a word he's saying. In fact, he's not really making sense. And after about three or four minutes of this, I'm like, all right, this guy's got some mental health issues. Clearly has either bad case of Tourette's, Asperger's, severe autism, maybe all of the above, right? He's just got a lot going on. Was this and a just takes yapping. one to no one type situation? Uh, I rec I know enough people with severe real nose all real? of those things. Yeah. <laughs> real nose that, real. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that I can kinda I can kinda pick it out. Um and, and probably throw in some ADHD there as well. Okay. So, and he's yapping and he's like, yeah, man, and this and that. And I, I don't, I'm not even looking at him. I'm looking at one of the TVs cause the Knicks game is on and I'm just not even paying attention. And then he like hits me on the, on the arm and then I'm like, Hey, what's up, man? And he's like, Oh yeah, you know that chick. Right. And then he's just going, I'm like, dude, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know you. I don't know who you're, what you're talking about. He's like, yeah, man, you're from Philly. Right. And I don't know how or why, but he gets my name right. Didn't you say he's, fuck he, you, Philly? Did you say that to him? <laughs> Maybe he's seen the show. Maybe. Maybe that's it. He goes, he goes, he goes, you're Dave. And I went, holy shit. Like, how the fuck does he know my name? He's like, yeah, you're Dave from Philly. And I'm like, no. All right. You got, you got the wrong guy. But I go along with it. I order my food. The food comes. I'm eating, ignoring the hell out of this guy. I finish my food. And then... The dude's just like, he keeps just wanting to to talk. So I'm like, all right, fine. I'm, I'm getting the check. So I'm like, I'm only going to be here for five more minutes. I'll talk. Like, oh, where are you from? What do you do? Uh, you, know, just you just chit -chat. made the biggest mistake yeah, ever. Yeah, biggest fucking mistake ever, right? He's like, yeah, you know, man. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, and I'm, so I go and I sign the, the check and whatever. And then he hits me in the arm. And I'm going to say this because he said it to me. I'm not saying it to anyone. He looks at me dead in the eye and he goes, you're a fucking faggot. Ooh. And I went, oh, okay. And then I kind of 
pushed back my chair and I stood up. I'm like, all right, we're about to throw down. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, this guy's got, he clearly has mental health issues. Like, I, I just can't. I look at the bartender. The bartender looks at me and just shakes his head. He's like, dude, it's not worth it. And I went, you know what? You're absolutely right. I'm like, you guys are going to lose some customers tonight if you don't get rid of this guy. And he's like, we've already called the police. I'm like, all right, cool. So I just grabbed my shit and I walked out. But the whole time I'm just like heated. I'm like mother effer. Like I want to go back in and just punch that guy in the face. But I didn't. Well, and now here the, I am. The, the, the thing I've learned from this and hopefully you learned as well is that if I call you that F word, it seems to be a trigger point. So I will probably call you that a lot next time we're together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not encouraging you people. Remember, the only thing you can say to somebody is they're a cancer. Remember that. I've talked about that before. But I can I can see myself. They haven't uh, canceled that yet. Yeah. So yeah, it was just it was just one of those weird nights where I'm like, all right, this is this is how the night's gonna go. I'm just gonna I'm gonna remove myself from the situation before I'm the one that ends up in jail. So just just out of curiosity, right? After this happened, what did your boyfriend say? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that. Was, I was I, I already said I was that's, there by myself. That's fine. <laughs> um, all right. So. From somebody harassing you to me harassing my wife, my wife has gotten into this puzzle kick lately. She bought a box of like 12 puzzles. Each one are 500 to 5,000 pieces, depending on what the size of it is and all that stuff. So she's been putting them together. And it takes, you know, she doesn't do it consistently. She does it maybe, you know, half an hour a night, maybe an hour on the weekend, that kind of thing. So I decided about a week and a half ago to take one puzzle piece <laughs> And put it away. Oh, that's so right. wrong. So, in so I put many it ways. in the box that the whole all the puzzles come in. So I figured, at worst, maybe she would say, "Ah, oh, fuck, where's this piece?" And open the box and kind of be like, "Oh, here it is. I don't know how it got in here." But one of the times she's now doing it, and she's down to about the last ten pieces. She says to me, "I happen to walk by her, and she says to me, you know, I think a piece from here is missing.'" She's like, I'm getting down. None of these pieces that are left match this size or nothing. She's like, you know, she goes, I can't believe it. She goes, I'm done all this fucking work and one of these pieces are missing. So I start, I look down and I start laughing. She doesn't see me laughing yet. So then she goes, she starts going on. So I, I get kind of regain my composure. Then she starts going on. She's like, you know, the worst part is our daughter was, has been helping me on this. And she was really upset that we can't find this piece because she won't be able to complete it. So that immediately made me feel bad. And my wife not being able to find the piece, I was totally fine with. I was more than happy to accept that. Um, but when she said about my daughter not being able to find it, so I opened the box, I took out the piece, and I gave it to her. And so because she's a better person than me, the first question she asks is, oh, my God, you found it. Where did you find it? <laughs> so now I, I am in full laughter mode, and she then realizes who she's talking to, and she's like, motherfucker. She's like, you took the piece and hit it. She's like, you are such an asshole. She's like, I can't. She's like, your daughter almost cried the other day because she couldn't finish this. She's like, can you hit it? So I was like, yeah, I'm sorry, I can't help myself. So I, I really, really enjoyed that. Um, and then the next puzzle she's doing for a while had a piece missing, and she immediately came to me and was like, what'd you do with the piece? And I'm like, no, no. I didn't touch this one, I'm telling you right <laughs> not now. Me. It's yeah, not I had me. nothing to do with this one. <laughs> you realize you're gonna get blamed. It's the, the boy who cried wolf. You're gonna yes. get blamed for everything from here on out now. Yes. <laughs> um, so how was the rest it's of your funny. week? Oh, sorry, you, you started telling that story and I thought you were gonna go and include yourself in that puzzle, you know, putting together 
saga. And I'm like, there's no fucking way you would actually put together a 5,000 piece puzzle. You would, you wouldn't spend five minutes on it. Yeah. Every once in a while I'll walk by it and I'll like try one or two pieces and I'm like, this thing's stupid. Let's <laughs> just keep going. Defeated. Yeah. <laughs> so my week was interesting. Um, we went to a, uh, uh, holiday party the first holiday party of the season for us last week okay. and it's a little bit older and rowdier group and by older i mean like my age not my wife's age my wife is significantly younger than i am 19. and <laughs> and uh there's uh, a, a white elephant and we've been talking about the white elephant yep. for a while but uh, there was a white elephant and 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 we knew it's kind of a raunchy crowd, so we went out to like I don't know Kohl's, one of the stores, and bought like a kind of funny, not really innuendo type gift, but you know, funny and kind of adultish gift, right? Well, this gay couple shows up, these two guys, and they're awesome, hysterical, like stereotypical gay couple. One of them super quiet. One of them is absolutely has to be the life of the party. And they were awesome. But the gifts that they brought for uh, this white elephant were like game changing. Okay. So the first gift that gets opened up and we all know it's by them based upon like, you know, how they wrapped it and somebody opens the gift and it's a, uh, it, it was titled and I quote clone a pussy. It is a mold where you mix the mold together and you basically are able to take a imprint of your female partner's parts and then you use that mold and I guess they have some sort of a gelatin and you put that in there and then you basically have like this rubber vagina. So they, they the gift they gave was a make your own pussy in essence? Yes. Okay. That was that was so there was two of them and everybody had to bring if you want to receive a gift you have to bring a gift so they brought two gifts right so my wife's dead set on the fact that the other gift is going to be a clone of penis I would that mean that's that's a given like to it's me a right given now. right so she's like you have to pick the other gift we knew what the wrapping paper was like so we're like all right that's that's got to be there she's like you have to get it you have to get it and I'm like I don't want it. She's like, I do. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not fucking getting it. So, um, no, she hadn't gone yet. I think I went first and I didn't pick it. So she was going after me. She grabbed it and got it and opened it up. And it wasn't a clone of penis. Okay. It was a huge inflatable dick. A like, six foot inflatable dick. Oh my God. Yeah. So she's um, like, I already have one of these at home. His name's David. <laughs> <laughs> Six foot one. Anyways. So she immediately takes it out and blows the thing up, right? So the, the six foot dick is the life of the party. And by the way, the, the penis has a face and like teeth and like a tongue sticking out. Wait, wait, a, minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How, I'll, how I'll, she send, able... I'll send you a picture of it. Uh, okay. Well, we're not going to talk about how my wife was able to blow up a six foot penis. Yeah, that's not, the, that's we're not the going question there. here. No, we're absolutely not going there. Because I, I love you, honey. <laughs> I've tried blowing up oh, like boy, do I love little you. things for parties and I almost blow out a lung. She's blown up a <laughs> six foot penis. 
She My did. God, David! Like a champ. Congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> like a champ. <laughs> That's why she wants a penis mold. It's a little bit of a give back, if you would, for her. <laughs> I love you, honey. I love you so much. All right, so I got a couple please, questions please don't on this. Me. I got a question, a couple questions on this mold of dick. So, one, if you're a grower, not a shower, right? You you're so you need a fluffer, right? And people don't know from porn. That's the person who's like on the sidelines who just keeps the guys hard by doing whatever is needed to keep them hard. So, because obviously you want to make a, at your best, fully erect mold. So, what are you doing? You're watching a porn when you're getting ready to mold this? How long do you have to be hard in the mold? Did you look, did you think about that? Because for a woman, fine. They slap it on, they let it dry, they're done. For a guy, what happens if you get soft in the process? Then you got kind of like a droopy mold at this point. <laughs> Mike, there was no mold of penis. I, I don't know the answers know, to any it, of these it questions. Has brought up so many questions now. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not the expert on the penis mold. So if anybody's listening. My wife did order one on Amazon and we should get it this week. So I'll tell you. <laughs> if anybody's listening, uh, the next white elephant should only be mold of vagina, mold of penis gifts. Right. And if you're going to bring a pair of gifts and one of them's mold the vagina, you have to bring the fucking penis one. You just have to. Well, here's the other thing. And, you know, now this, I think, is you talked about them being the acting like a stereotypical gay couple, which I don't know if they were or weren't. But if they were, why wouldn't they bring mold the dicks? Like, why did they bring uh, mold the pussy? This this party was... Um, you know, I don't want to say it was primarily female. I think it was. There were more women than men. But all the people that work together are women. It's uh, these guys. They work for like a recruiting company. So a there's a lot of so women in sales. These are co-workers so that are getting a mold of pussy These are thing? all co-workers. Yeah. <laughs> they oh all God. know each other. <laughs> co-workers and some friends and friends that work together. That, so there's, yeah, there was a couple of co-workers in there. It was actually pretty funny. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that'll yeah. be interesting so it was, at the water It was cooler super raunchy, but I mean absolute blast of a time we had a great time but yeah so i'll, I'll send you a picture of the uh six foot penis when we're uh, when we're done all right um so i got good news covid right. is ending and the reason uh, i know that is my hairdresser you. told me <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ i was getting a haircut and amongst other things conspiracy theorist for a hairdresser amongst other so i go to a place where i don't pick the actual person they have four or five people i just go I check in. I'm like, whoever really? next available is fine. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Jesus. Yeah, with this hair, I don't need a, a specialist. Uh, so I've been I've been going with the same girl for like 20 years. Is she hot? Yeah, she's pretty attractive. I used to go to a guy whose nickname was Fat Matt, and the reason why his nickname was Fat Mac because you Matt because you got a haircut and basically a belly fuck on your face while he was cutting your hair because he was so big, <laughs> but he was really good and he 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 left where he was and now I just go to who's ever available. So. She's just, she's going on and on. And so I always tell people, you'd be surprised for somebody who talks as much as I do. I have zero desire to talk to somebody cutting my hair. I'll answer one or two questions and then that's it. And she was clearly not picking up that it was a one-way conversation because <laughs> she asked me something I answered. It was relatively quiet. was just relaxing. And then she kept going on and on. And yeah, she was going on and on about how COVID's ending and giving all these various reasons why. I just thought it was awesome that it was my hairdresser giving me that information. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So I, I got a question for you. Sure. Um, regardless of which side of the political spectrum you're on. Okay. If you were walking 
to a strip mall and you saw a mom and pop shop and um and they had a sign in the window that said fuck trump would you go in there and buy something from them does it well, hold on does it actually say f u c k trump just 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 go along with me here. okay it wouldn't it wouldn't make me go in there to buy something but if they had something i wanted it wouldn't stop me from going in there to buy something yeah see you know me you know i'm not a big fan of trump i wouldn't i wouldn't buy someone I wouldn't go into a store where the owner felt like they had to put something like that on, on, on the window. Like, I just, I, I wouldn't, I just like, dude, who cares? Like, it's well, this, not, this goes back to the very famous quote by Michael Jordan. When they kept asking him what political party he voted for, he said, both Democrats and Republicans buy sneakers. He's like, so I'm not responding. Um, you know, there's another quote from Cal Ripken where somebody said to him, you never give your views on politics. Do you not have any views? He said, of course I have views. He goes, but they're for me. He goes, I don't need yeah. to give them to anybody. He goes, in theory, I'm pissing off half the population if I give them. So yeah. that's why I, I don't understand. remember when politics were a personal thing, not, mm -hmm. not a, a something you wear on your sleeve. Politics, religion, money used to be the three categories that I was like, yeah. you just don't talk about with people you don't know. There's no yeah. reason to have a discussion on it. Um, nowadays, it's every comment on Facebook or Instagram by somebody is is related to some of those and i'm not i'm not just talking yeah. about your mom <laughs> <laughs> anyways let me finish my story okay. um so anyway so i'm i had to go drop something off at the ups store today and in the store next to it they had a big sign like it took up half the window and it said let's go brandon okay all right you know what that means i have an idea i know it's being yelled by republicans but i don't actually know what it stands for there, so at a football game, uh, I don't remember if it was college. I think it was college. Um, the students were were yelling "fuck Joe Biden." Yes, that I know. All right, and uh, a, a lot of people didn't didn't like that. Look, if you have your opinions, I don't care. But a lot of people at the game didn't like that. I wasn't at the game. I'm just saying this is how it started. Right. Um, somebody jokingly started saying instead of fuck Joe Biden, he said, let's go Brandon, because it sounded the same, had the same amount of syllables. So everybody in that section started chanting that let's go Brandon, and it went viral. Okay. So I have season tickets at my college's um, football games, and they, they chant it there too. And I'm like, all right, like, whatever, dude, like, fine. Um, but you're a store owner, and you're literally, like you said, going to alienate 51% of the population based upon how the prior election went. Yes, there was no fraud. It actually, <laughs> Joe Biden actually won. Um, so like, why would you, why would you do that? It makes zero sense. You're the worst business person ever. You've now taken your universe and shrunk it in half. I agree. I agree. I don't, there's no, so, there's no arguing that. Like, I don't know what the benefit, what the person thinks the benefit is. There's there's been famous cases of like people going into cake places and wanting like like a gay marriage and they'd want yeah. the two guys' names on there and the person's like right. I'm and not the, doing and this. The, they're like yeah I'm not doing it. You know what? I'm like what do I yeah. give a fuck? First of all, I, that stuff doesn't bother me anyway. I couldn't give a shit yeah. what you do with your life. Your life's your life, right? <laughs> and you know it goes back to the old saying love is love. I don't care who you like who you don't like. The other side of it is, if I'm a business, why am I fucking turning away business? Like, why yeah. Why is my political view weighing into this at all? 
Yeah. So, so it, immediately, I think, wow, you're the worst business owner ever, and you seriously like, yeah. So I, I would, I just, I just wouldn't regard. And even if, like I said, even if it said fuck Trump, whatever, I, I don't care. I don't want to know your political affiliation. I, you certainly don't need to blast it on on your storefront yep. of all places, right? So immediately it just turned me off, and I'm like, ah. ah. Yeah, and, and that actually leads perfectly into letting people know that this episode is sponsored by Al-Qaeda. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I think they're, they're gone. I think it's uh, ISIS now. Uh, ISIS, I'm sorry, ISIS. I actually, no, I think ISIS is gone too. When they paid me in Bitcoin, I didn't look who it was. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think it's Russia now. No, no, it's China. China China's the big enemy now. Yeah, my wife. <laughs> um, all right, let's let's uh, talk about more holiday season type stuff. So, my house is is a new house, and last year there were only about half of the houses on the street built. Right, the guy bought a massive property that used to be a um, like a wedding hall place and a ton of property next to it, forest. He bought all that and built about nine or ten houses. So a lot of the street was emptier being built. So last year. You didn't really notice that we were the house without lights on the, in the house because there was not many others next next to us or they weren't purchased yet. So this year, every other house now has lights. And you and I have talked about this plenty of times before. Yeah. But my daughter, her and I were outside the other day and it was a little bit late and all the lights were on. And she's like, you know that we're the only house on this street without lights? And I felt like saying to her, you fucking hang them <laughs> if you want to hang them. So I convinced her that there was no reason to compete with the two neighbors next to us, that instead our lights for the front door would be our lights, and she bought into it. But yeah. You're such a dick. I, I just I just don't get the effort of putting up Christmas lights. I but don't. why would you deprive your children of that? As much as I hate it, hate, hate, hate putting up Christmas lights, every year I did it for my kids. Well, here's the thing. I'll put them outside, and if my kids want to do it, I'm more than happy to support them. You're a dick. But I'm a, yeah, well, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a six-foot dick, it's, actually. It's I like, am actually a six-foot dick. <laughs> it's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like the Halloween costumes and the, Christmas, and, and the Christmas card fucking things. You don't give your kids a choice. You make them wear it. They hate it. It's like the a Christmas story with the fucking the bunny outfit that the aunt made. You got to go wear it and take a picture so we can show your aunt. You force your kids to do it. You don't care what they think. You're a dick. Yes. I also feel bad when I look at the photos later and I see them go from for the costumes on to crying to <laughs> the part where clearly I was yelling at them and then to wearing the costume. I always enjoy that, though they don't. <laughs> So, right. Oh, one thing I forgot to tell you, you're a dick. <laughs> this episode <laughs> is brought to you by You're a Dick. Um, <laughs> and six-foot penises. Yes. So what if you had a guess, and I'm going to give you the guess, what would you possibly think of as the wor worst name ever? The worst name ever? Yeah. Um, it's, it's a name that, like, your grandmother's grandmother had like Mabel. Oh, so you're talking about like the Mabels and the Gertrudes of the world yeah, and shit like that. Yeah, like right. come on, like and there are people that will try and bring that shit back, mm -hmm. and I just can't. Don't, don't. I'm sorry. Mary Beth isn't isn't a isn't a name that anybody should have to endure <laughs> through their childhood. To our friends Mary Beth who's listening, we apologize. No. <laughs> um, so I happened to come across the other day that there was this person who worked for the National Security Agency, the NSA, as it's normally referred to as. And 
something happened. She was labeled a traitor. <clears throat> and the reason why it caught my eye is because it said a former NSA employee, reality winner, blah, 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 and it talked about it. So reality I thought winner. it was like somebody from like America's Got Talent, American Idol, <laughs> something like that, who worked for the NSA. The lady's name is Reality Winner. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> so her if, parents did her dirty. Yeah. So if people are interested. You can Google Reality Winner. That's actually some lady who worked for the NSA. Wow. So that that's the kind of name I was talking about when I'm thinking of like just a horrible, horrible name. I dated a girl once, and her name was Sunshine. Oh. And that? her parents were hippies. No. I mean, by by dated, I, I we didn't date. It was like a week. Um, but I'm like, what do I call you? She's like, you call me Sunshine. I'm like, no, no. Like, what, what, what can I call you besides that? She's like, my name is Sunshine. I'm like, I don't want to call you Sunshine. She's like, this isn't gonna work out. Yeah. She's like, and we're done. <laughs> can I call like, you Sunny? No. Yeah. So Sunny, that's what I was gonna say. You can go with Sunny, and nobody ever needs to know. It's yeah. one of those things, like. Oh my God! Like, look, I hated my name as a child. For those listening who don't know, uh, my, while my name is Michael in English, it's actually Italian. It's Michele, and it looks like when you look at it quickly, Michelle, and because it has one L in it. And there's plenty of female Michelles with one L. Yeah. And you know, when I'm in Italy, they know it's Michele, but here it looks like Michelle. So I hated my name as a kid, and mine was at least a regular name. I just felt it was. A, a female name, not a male name, right? But I mean, some of these, like, if my name was fucking Sunshine or Leaf or River, like the Phoenixes, right? Like those kind of names. Those par those parents were relatively hippies as well. Joaquin. Yeah. Well, Joaquin. Surprisingly, he had the best of the three, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, you know what word I fucking love, and I love when people make fun of it. It's uh, quinoa. Well, there's a lot of people who don't know how to say it. Yeah. And there's there's a ton of commercials where, like, you know, just some dude is like, uh, quinoa. Uh, you know? And they're just like, no, that that's not it. I love shit like that. Well, I've told you, we've talked about some of those Bitcoins. Like, you mentioned all the different names. And I'm like, yeah, I strategically didn't. Because I'm like, I don't know how to say some of them. I'm like, so I'm just yeah. staying away from it. Perfect segue. Speaking of Bitcoin, um, so, you know me, I, I've been in computers since I was a child, basically, right? And I've owned and built computers since I was a child. So I constantly have computers lying around the house. And so much so that every time I buy a new computer, I don't like sell my old computer. I just like put it in a drawer and like, you know, I've got like a drawer full of laptops. So... I'm sitting here the other day and I'm like looking and I'm like one, two, three, four, I've got five fucking computers that I don't use and they all still boot up. So I boot them all up and I'm like, hmm, wonder how long it would take to install a, a Bitcoin or a, a cryptocurrency mining rig on these. So I Google it, download the software, get it up and running on one of them in like 15 minutes. Okay. And, and then, the virus in the 16th minute? No, no, these computers are completely wiped. There's nothing on it except for this thing. Okay. So I hit run, and it starts running. I link it to my my uh, cryptocurrency wallet, and I just go to this. There's this page where you can just hit refresh, and literally it's just your wallet filling up with cryptocurrency. And I keep on hitting refresh. I'm like, oh, fuck this. So I get all five of them going. And, <laughs> and so now my my office is, there's a, like, 
five computers on the floor, all running, all making noise and giving off heat. The heat's and, but all earning me money while I sleep. So, like, what kind of money are we talking about, right? Like, it's not a lot. It's 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 maybe a dollar a day in today's money. But here's the thing: um, the particular coin that I'm mining, if it goes up, and it's just like a stock, and or it's just like fucking gambling, right? It could go up, it could go down, whatever. But if it goes up, then they could be very worthy machines. So right now, it's just they're 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 just sitting collecting dust so i might as well put them to use but it's kind of funny how i went from like you know passively investing in in like bitcoin and ethereum and shit like that to now i have like fucking a whole room full of computers working <laughs> fucking tree killer um so yeah no i i am curious now what your electric bill is next month right i you know what the wife and i were talking about that she's like is that going to be expensive i'm like it's no more expensive than just leaving them plugged in all day so think about it you have a house full of kids with computers all right if they were all using them all day long it's no different than the cost doesn't change a computer that's mining bitcoin doesn't doesn't use any more energy than your kid doing their homework all right well we'll see yeah. Um, we'll see next month. But like you said, the real, real reward is if you mine it and it's worth a dollar today and it skyrockets, like if it's, I don't know which one it is and I don't really care, but if it's one of those that are a couple cents right now or, uh, you know, dollars worth, if those go up any way, shape, or form like Bitcoin did, you'd fucking be able to retire off it. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to hold my breath, but uh, I, I do love the fact that these computers are working for me right now. <laughs> So I have a question for you, and this has nothing to do with crypto. Um, so you know I love documentaries, and you know I love music. I've been a musician since I was a kid. Yep. Um, there's, and, and I also love blockbuster movies. Remember Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, um, both directed by Peter Jackson. <laughs> All right. I thought I thought originally you were saying blockbuster movies, like meaning you went down to the store and you got something to watch. Well, half of our audience doesn't know what Blockbuster is, so we're just going to move right past that one. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, Peter Jackson directed a a documentary on the Beatles. Okay. And it was actually on Disney. So he did it in, uh, in, in tandem with Disney. It was on Disney Plus. And I'm somewhat of a Beatles fan. No of the Beatles was never like, I'm a big Pink Floyd fan. Like ask me anything about the band and I can tell you, ask me stuff about the Beatles. I'm like, ah, I don't like, I know Ringo and uh, George Harrison's dead. J- John Lennon's dead, but I like their music. So, and I love documentaries and I love Peter Jackson. So um, apparently he had called this footage from 1968, 1969, that was meant to be a documentary about them creating an album, okay, that was mainly going to be a live album, and they were going to perform it, you know, um, and then they were going to record that, and then they were going to release it. Um, well, this happens to be the the group of sessions that basically where the Beatles broke up, Okay, right? so Yoko Ono's in it? She is. Okay. So, but here's the cool thing. So he took about 150, 160 hours worth of video and called it down into about seven to eight hours 
of a documentary. All right. And the audio that they had was super clean because they were, they remember at the time they were actually meaning to, to make a movie from this, but they never did because of what happened to the band. Right. So this footage has been sitting there for decades, 50 years. Right. So he puts it all together with the approval of the, you know, the, the Lennon family, Yoko Ono and whoever's, you know, kind of outlived him and owns the rights to that stuff. The Harrison family, obviously Ringo and, and um, Paul McCartney were involved in that as well. Yeah. And Michael and, Jackson's estate, because he used to own the, he owned the Beatle rights. To yeah, the music. but he sold it a long time ago to Apple. So, um, but anyways, um, so he took this footage from 1968, 1969, and blew it up and made it 4K, and a good 4K, not like a shitty 4K. You can tell that it's old footage, but um, it's really good. The audio quality is great. You can tell there's some areas where the video copped out, and they had to use audio and video from a different, like the, the lips <laughs> don't match sessions, up with yeah. The, yeah so it's kind of weird, but um, it actually debunks a lot of the things that I actually did know about the Beatles. For example, one of the myths that's been going on is that Yoko Ono broke up the Beatles, right? Um, well, if you actually watch this, um, she actually plays almost no part in this documentary. She's in it every minute of it. And she's sitting there right next to John Lennon every minute of this. And other than that being annoying, like if I'm the other guys, I'm like, ah, the Beatles is four people. Like right. we're the fab four, right? Like, so, but they let it go. They're like, all right, it means a lot to John. So, and, and there's even parts where McCartney's like joking around with her. And like, there's this parts where she's singing and she can't sing. She sounds like a, like a screeching cat, like, <laughs> so it's, that's kind of funny in and of itself, just watching that. But you, you actually like, by the time this thing was done, like I'm a huge Beatles fan now. And the reason being is one, it was really well done Two, they broke up because of like the reason why bands break up. I'm bored. And I don't want to do this anymore. Eh, I would say ego was actually less of it based upon what I watched in this documentary, because if anything, Paul McCartney had the biggest ego and he was kind of pushing everybody. But everybody, like John Lennon's like, yeah, I just, I'm just not into it. And George Harrison is like, ah, oh, you guys always like give me a hard time because I'm not as musically savvy as you guys. Like I need more time. Like Paul can sit down at a piano and write a song in five minutes, right? George Harrison's like, I need to take this home and think about it and come up with something and come back. And that's just not the way the Beatles worked. And then Ringo like just didn't do anything. Like he just kind of sat there and he was like the the comic relief he's of just, the band. He's just waiting for Paul to die to be like, yes, I'm the last <laughs> surviving Beatle. Fuck you all. He was also, I think he was the youngest too. So I, that yes, would make sense. So. Anyways, you have to watch this. It's It's three episodes. They're like two and a half hours each. But I shit you not, it's worth every minute. And if you're not a Beatles fan, you will be by the end of it. If you are a Beatles fan, it's just more of a reason to actually love the band because, and it's really good. It's 4K. You're watching dead people in the prime of their lives, having fun, joking. Like, there, I mean, John Lennon, if you like watch this, like, he's, he's a child like you and I. Like, all he wants to do is fuck around. Right. And you, you never got that from all the movies and all the other shit. You always thought the other guys were kind of like the young ones, but he's just like, he's like this kid. So, so. here's, here's the only, 
a couple things I've concerned with. So you talked about the video looking really good, which is great because normally like if you ever saw the old movies when they colorized them, even though they did a good job at it, it still doesn't look right. Like the blue is not a real blue. Like yeah. you can tell something's happened. So No, this is super Here, look at me right now and I'm looking at you right now. We're using technology from 2020. Right. Right. The, this movie that was filmed in 1968 looks 10 times better than the video that you and I have looking at each other right now. It's not as grainy. It's not as choppy. It's, it's just, it's hard to even like fathom how much effort they had to put into it. I think he put, he spent like four or five years working on this just in the editing room. Remember, he's not like directing actors. He's taking a whole bunch of footage and just putting it together and making it look and sound good. Yeah, just on a side note, there's no reason to throw shade on our camera equipment. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, but I, like, I, this is a fucking three year old computer I'm on, and like, I could see the grain. It looks like it was filmed in the 50s. You know how many bitcoins you can make with that fucking computer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, about, uh, about one a day. <laughs> yeah. So the other thing was, you know, you said it was 180 hours worth of stuff that he called down to seven or eight hours. Yeah. Then the second question I have is, how much of it was interpretation of the guy cutting it down saying people have heard the story about Yoko Ono. I don't need to make her look like a complete asshole in here. I can just make her look neutral. Right. I don't know. Well, they actually talk a lot about the media and the press and I, you know, it, this is going to feed into the, the media frenzy we have today, but apparently the media hasn't changed in the last 50 or 60 years. Um, but they're, there's frequent scenes in this where they're reading the that day's newspaper and there's an article in it about them and they're read and it, it's not like you know the national Enquirer. it's like the uk daily mail or whatever like the main like it's it's like the equivalent of the new york times right. in the uk okay. right so a, a reputable media outlet and they're reading these articles and they're laughing about it. like there's one part where John Lennon is reading an article about how he got into a fight with Paul uh, or George, George Harrison, I think it was. And they're joking around and they're doing like the old boxer mm -hmm. thing at each other, like making fun. They're like, I, I may have thrown like, you know, like a loaf of bread at you, but we never got into a fist fight. We never, you know, got into an argument that was that bad. Yeah, I can't imagine the scrutiny that look, people now think they're famous, right? Like, you know, the Kanye's of the world and these people like, I can't go anywhere. Like it was nothing compared to back then. Granted, information's faster, more available. And as I've talked about before, you can't have a bad day somewhere, but yeah. they were 24 seven covered and, you know, girls literally fucking passing out when they were in the in vicinity of them, not even meeting them just in like the room. Yeah. So, yeah. so anyways, this was like a trip, uh, just a trip back to it. it it's almost surreal. Um, I mean, you feel like you're in the room with them while they're creating. And as a musician, I was just in absolute awe at how talented they were. I never really put any level of thought into whether or not they were good musicians. And this just blew me out of the water where I'm watching them just John Lennon and Paul McCartney just staring at each other, making shit up. And it's almost like they know what the other guy's going to do. And they just feed off of each other. And, and one of the songs they wrote in this is Let It Be, one of the probably top hits mm -hmm. in the entire Beatles catalog. Uh, and, I mean, it's just, just crazy shit where you're just like, wow. Like, they were, like, pressured to come up with 14 songs in two weeks. 
And one day, Paul McCartney comes in and says, hey, guys, I wrote this last night. What do you think? And it's Let It Be. And you're just like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, really? Yeah. They, um, you know, people should look back at some stats on them. Like, I'm not a massive Beatle fan. I love the music, but, like, their actual information, detail, history, that I'm not the, the biggest on. I don't have the best information. But if I remember correctly, I think at one time they had, like, either the top five albums or, like, eight of the top ten or some ridiculous number were just Beatles albums because they were putting them out so frequently, like one every 10 months, 11 months, that kind of thing. Yeah, when they were at their most prolific, they were putting out, you know, one to two albums per year minimum. So, I mean, and that's that's difficult to do. Even in today's day and age where I can fucking record an entire album on a laptop, they were, you know, having to go to a studio and actually sing and not no auto tune and shit like that. So it's pretty crazy. But uh, the, the documentary is called Get Back. It's on Disney Plus. I highly recommend it. No, this is not sponsored, but uh, I am now a lifetime Beatles fan ever since I watched that. I even uh, was listening to the uh, I have uh, SM or XM uh, satellite radio in my car, and they have a Beatles channel. It's been on uh, since since I watched it. So uh, pretty cool. Nice. Speaking of letting it be, I think we should let this podcast episode be. That's that's some good transition, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> With that, I'm Michael Carter. And I'm David Michael. And we are the fifth and sixth Beatle. <laughs> <laughs> we are not. Okay.